1: Hello and welcome to the Ladies Who London podcast with Alex Lacey and Fiona Lucas. What was that voice? <laughs> that's good, what isn't was it? was that? <laughs> oh, that's, 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 a, that's a professional <laughs> podcast intro, isn't it?
0: Your BBC it was, Radio was presenter was voice. Definitive. It was know, no messing. Exactly. I don't really do so, that. It is what it is. Well, welcome to this week's podcast. And as you can hear, we have a, an interloper. Um, welcome back to friend of the podcast, Mr. Lee Ingleby.
1: Why, Ooh. hello. Ooh. <laughs> rest <of> you, <laughs> merry gentlemen. I,
2: I feel you're bringing gravitas already to the uh, to the circumstances.
1: <laughs> That's, uh, sorry, that was something out last night.
0: <laughs> How are you? It's been a while since we've had you on.
1: Yeah, I'm very well, actually. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, this old festive time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah?
0: What are you doing for Christmas? Yeah, have, you yeah. got, have you got nice plans?
1: Uh, well, I'll, I'll shall be seeing my my, my rentals at, at some point. Um, spend a Christmas dinner with those guys. Um, yeah. yeah yes. I mean, it's quite simple. It's the same, is it, every year. Family time, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's always nice, though. I always, like... Oh, is not isn't. That's, don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like oh, got to do it. Um, I always like. I mean, some people, it, you know, it's obviously a religious thing, and for me, it's. I just really like
2: just the kind of camaraderie and, and everyone just going oh, let's meet
0: up because it's Christmas. I really enjoy that. Um,
2: yeah. And it's the, the fact that there's things that are the same each year is is familiar and nice and reassuring and cozy and, yeah, and you know, all that's that. a good thing. Yeah, and all yeah. that. Yes, but, yeah. and, and
0: sportly, pro Let's say
1: pro mince well. pie or auntie
0: Oh,
1: I love oh. mince pie. I like. I like it. Like my top tip: a bit of melted blue cheese on top of your mince pie. Oh,
0: that's quite a northern thing, isn't it?
1: No, no, I don't think yeah, it, is. it is. No, blue it cheese. <laughs> no.
2: Cheese on no. cheese on cake. Maybe moldy cheese.
1: cheddar, but no.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Ch- cheddar on on with Christmas cake. That's that's northern,
1: isn't yeah. it?
2: Oh, no, no. I, only had
1: melted, I only had melted blue cheese re- relatively recently, and I thought oh, it was going to taste horrible. No, it's a, it's a, it's a wee taste what, sensation.
0: Is that cheese and oh. fruit? You, you got to melt it though, have you? You have got to melt it.
1: Well, that's how I had it. Yeah, I if, think so, if your yeah. pie is hot, it'll the... melt.
2: I mean, a mince yeah, pie is absolutely. so much better hot than cold. Mm. Yeah,
1: but not too <laughs> much mince pie. You know what I mean? I think you've got to choose your introduction. <laughs> you can't have it too early.
2: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. But you don't want to. You don't want to miss the game. That's
0: true. When when's your kind of cut off for mince pies? What what what's your? Yeah, I'm not quite there before?
1: yet.
0: No, right? Oh, really? Not quite
1: there yet. No, I might give it a, save it a week, and then, and then bang in sort of mid mid December.
0: I did have it's a bit one like Christmas. about um at the very end of November. It's because I had a really frustrating day, and I just thought sort of I'm gonna have a mince pie, <laughs> cheer me is right that, up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but the mince pies you get one? before it, Christmas, they're, yeah, they're they're not. You, like, to my mind, mince pie is primarily a, a vehicle for brandy butter. And you don't oh. get the brandy butter until Christmas Day.
1: Oh, oh. you're, you're posh, don't you? It. <laughs> With your brandy butter.
0: Yeah. You can take the girl out of Cricklewood, but,
1: you yeah. know. In my a yeah. lad.
0: <laughs> and we have to go pick it up three miles Land away every a... morning.
1: Yeah,
0: as we were lucky. <laughs>
1: Well, welcome to um,
0: the Christmas episode of the Lazy London Podcast. Um, I have created, um, upon Lee's um, insistence, a Christmas
2: quiz because <laughs> nothing hey. says Christmas like a
0: quiz. And, and let's not pretend. It? Let's not pretend it's not on your insistence. I
1: don't know what
0: you're talking about.
1: <laughs> so, question say, we... number one:
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who demanded I, he this said, quiz? He, he said we were going to record. And I said, "Oh, we're pushing it back half an hour," and he was like, "What?" I'm only here for the quiz, and I was like, oh, I haven't done a quiz. <laughs> I've now done a quiz. So oh, yeah, um, you've managed, yeah.
1: you managed to sort the of quiz out of
0: I have sorted out a quiz, because don't forget, I am a professional quiz setter um, in my own little mind. Um, but also <laughs> I have a quiz that I did, a Christmas quiz for my family during lockdown, some of which I can reuse. So um, um, I'm re-gifting close. a little bit. Um, so we're gonna. Shall, shall I just bang on in with the questions, and we'll uh, oh, wow, so some we some of them are gonna yeah. then invite conversation, and some of them will just be a oh, and we'll move on. <laughs> so oh, okay, how are we gonna do shot. this? Are you just <laughs> are you just gonna like <laughs> shout out, or are we gonna? Because I feel like some should, of them might have a, might have a, a like a, a bit of an advantage here about knowing some
1: little bits. So I don't know. If... Yeah, you'll be surprised, Alex. Oh, oh alright Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> right.
1: Question well, number one. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Uh,
0: yes! <laughs> In fact, not only is it a Christmas film, my brother and I watch it on Christmas Eve with a whiskey. And I don't really like whiskey, but I'll, I will on Christmas Eve we'll watch Die Hard and drink whiskey. Yeah, there you go. So it's actually a tradition. It's a,
2: it's, uh, it's a toss-up between Die Hard or The Muppet Christmas Carol. Those, those are the yeah. top of the list Christmas films. Yeah, oh, really? And
0: between between Halloween and Christmas, I have to do um, Nightmare Before Christmas somewhere in between. Oh, um,
1: okay.
0: but isn't that Halloween? Oh no, it's not. It's both. It's about. both, and that's that's oh, the beauty geez. of it. Somewhere between oh, the two. God, you're good. <laughs> not my first <laughs> not my first rodeo with uh, Tim Burton films. Right. Well, anyway, let's let's smash on in with the quiz then. Um, we're going to start really easy. On this one. Oh
1: God! You say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're gonna know this. You're gonna know this. Which country?
1: Hang about. It. Oh, sorry, sorry. Just okay. before we, do we have a system of buzzing? Are we? Yeah, are we taking Seriously.
0: Do you want? I mean, um, yeah. We. Do you have something to buzz with, or are you just gonna buzz uh, with your mouth? That's
1: no, always, that's not. That,
0: that wasn't me. Um, I don't know, have anyone got a buzzer? Has anyone got like a board game that you can grab a
2: buzzer out of? Hang on, hang on. I haven't got a board game, but I can reach across. I've got a box of screws oh, to hand. It's, it's oh, the glamour. A box of screws. Very good, very
1: good. What have you got, Lee? <laughs> well, I've got three years training at drum school. Somebody...
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow, you were so bad, you couldn't even qualify
1: in two years. <laughs> I'm stuck in. I, I can't reach for anything. So I'm simply going to say Buzz. How about that? <laughs> right. That'd be all right. Uh, I could do it in a variety of regional accents. Yeah, that, well. that, let's do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Regional yeah. accents, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Festi- the more festive, the better. Amazing. Oh, all you right, want well, to hear them? First question, easy one. Which country donates the Trafalgar Square Christmas tree each year? Buzz. Oh, oh, I think <laughs> I think that was Lee.
1: Now, you said this was an easy one. I'm kind of, so, it's sort of there in the recesses of my mind. Is it Norway? That's it is Norway. Yes. And for a
0: bonus uh, point, Alex do you know what it's called? Do you know what the tree is called?
1: Do we know what the, the tree
0: is called? The queen,
2: the queen of the Desert. The Queen of, the, of the Forest. Queen of the Forest. Yes.
0: Queen of the Forest.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, see, I didn't know that.
2: Uh, it's the tallest also, tree in the Forest. It's, oh, is it? Um, mm. Isn't it technically the people of Oslo? It's not. It's not Norway as a whole. It's Oslo specifically, I think. Well, yes, Oslo is in Norway. So I am right. Yes. This this
0: is what I have to put up with, you You see, Lee. This is it. Oh, (laughs) great. Honestly,
1: this this is. Just trying to upstage you now. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Okay. Is it, is it, was it, see, here we, hello, was it um, as a thank you for the war or something or or something like that? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So what they do yeah. is, um, so it's actually, it's not up um, until the early to mid-December, uh, whereas most of London goes hell for leather on Christmas stuff from I don't know, early November, early. even late October sometimes. Um, the Christmas tree at Trafalgar Square only comes in mid, mid-December because they've got to let it grow and cut it down. And then what they do is they ring fence the best trees when they're growing, um, and they'll be like, right, this this is a really good one, and they'll let it grow as tall as they possibly can till it becomes basically the tallest tree in the forest, um, and then they'll sort of have a look and go, right, which which of these ones, and then they'll take the best one and bring it over. And it does get a lot of stick because it often is quite long and quite slender, but and people sort of, I, I just don't but, think they dress it very well. I think that's the problem.
1: I think so they do I the think same this, things every year.
0: Yeah, they just yeah. Sort of do like a cascade of lights, and I think if they actually dressed think, it properly, right. it would look better. But also, like you've got to think. If you're in a big forest and you're trying to get really tall, you're not going to waste your time going out, are you?
2: So and, um, and yeah. also the one like so the closest one to it now is the one in Covent Garden, which mm. is fat and luscious and like millions of lights and baubles and things. So yeah. it, it's always going to be tough. But also the one in Trafalgar Square, it's next to Nelson's Column, so <laughs> it's never going to look tall. No, but not, its main we're, job we're... is to be tall. And therefore, it's never going to be wide. Yeah. So it's neither tall nor wide. In in its, I mean, it's got a tough gig. That tree yes. <laughs> it does
1: because the Covent Garden one is so good. It is. Good. Yeah, it's, it's, got is a good. Good, it's got a good yeah. pot as it's well. It's got a good it?
0: pot, and it's about eighteen meters tall, eighteen feet, yeah. eighteen meters, eighteen something tall. I can't remember <laughs> 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 feet. Must be feet. Surely. Miles. Double decker buses. <laughs> eighteen double decker
2: buses. And also the the so the I think the lights on the. Trafalgar Square one are very traditional Scandinavian style lights, Mm. which are hung vertically rather than horizontally. So they yeah, that doesn't help. It's um (laughs) it
1: doesn't help the British eye. But we love it. We love it.
2: And And we have we have carols round it every once once it's up and lit and things, then you have events each evening round it. So it's got a world of community about it. That's what
1: There you go. What a question number one. There we go
0: welcome. <laughs> Right question number two And this is going to be Just a quick one um, Which I think is very interesting Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Was released in 1994 But what year Did it first top The UK charts? Ooh This might be This is going to be a
1: guess
2: It's going to be It's going to be later isn't it? I mean it must be later so 1994 is when it came out
1: It would be a miracle If it was earlier Wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> Christmas miracle <laughs>
1: Uh, it didn't gonna, get used for go. something else. What are you going to go for, Fiona?
2: I don't know. I'm going to say 2006.
1: I'm going to go okay. a bit earlier. Right. 2002. Zero, zero, two.
2: Well, let me tell yeah. you,
0: one of you is closer and the other one is also closer. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so four. Four.
0: <laughs> Fiona is closer. Woo-hoo! But, but <laughs> Lee has got the right digits because it was 2020. No. What? First, yeah, first time it hit the top of the UK charts was only twenty twenty.
2: Uh, blimey! And w- why then was it? W- did it? Uh...
0: I don't know really. No.
2: Um. Huh. It's just just the way it is. It was don't all the influence, all we... those those pedicabs. Yeah, all those pedicabs. <laughs> and probably just adverts
0: and stuff like that. Now, yeah. the next the next question um is is concealed in a cracker. So I have a cracker here. Ooh. So the next question is he going is, to be here. Really so, yeah. Well, so um, as we as we are in our lovely little um, Yule tide cabin today, would you like to pull the Who wants to pull the cracker with me? Me, called, Okay,
2: no, <laughs> no, me? I, was, <laughs> I was being polite. Wow. I like, let jump in <laughs> yeah. because he's yeah. the guest.
1: I was hoping I could pull it with Fiona, but whatever. Well, you can pull the
2: next one. <laughs> you can pull the next one. Oh,
1: right. Okay. Then,
0: here we go. Grab it, Fiona. Ready? Yep. Yeah, I got it. I got it oh that was a rubbish snap <laughs> and you won it well done well done but you can Woo-hoo! give me the question anyway um okay. a joke. i can get the hat though can't i, can I? I? Oh, what well, yeah you can have the hat. <laughs> purple hat purple hat there we go purple hat lovely um oh yeah these are plastic free crackers that i got a while ago so you get a thing of seeds borage there we go Ooh.
1: what borage borage <laughs> not porridge Porridge.
2: Just right, so does, does borage grow wild? Do people ever yeah. forage for borage? <laughs> borage for borage. Uh right
0: do, okay, do we do we want the joke first, obviously?
1: Obviously. Do we get okay. a chance yes, to answer it? Yes, of course.
0: It. So who is Rudolph's favourite pop star?
1: Oh no. Oh no. The,
2: the oh, I can't think. Cu- Santa Cure? No, that doesn't work. It's
1: gonna be no. something to do with his nose, is not it?
2: No, it's not actually. Red.
0: It no. could be oh, actually oh, any oh, of uh, the reindeer or even Santa's favourite pop star, but they've gone for Rudolph. Oh, uh, Go on. Beyond Slay.
2: Way! Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> but we have got a good question on here. So That's the thing about a cracker joke, though, isn't it? That's, that's, you that's, know, yeah. that's the They're not
0: designed one. to
1: be good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Um, who outlawed Christmas in the UK? Buzz. Oh, oh he's in. <laughs>
1: Oh, come on, I'm, I'm not even the Lady Who London's. Well, I'm, I'm presuming it was Oliver Cromwell, wasn't it?
2: It was, it was. Yay! I can't tell Yay. you when, yeah. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a supplementary question, oh, which I've on, just then. discovered. Where, where else was Christmas banned by Puritans? In this country? Not necessarily, no. Um, oh, Boston in the United States. Yes, I'm just checking my geography. Yeah, Boston, yeah. Massachusetts. That's Boston. Yeah, yeah Massachusetts. Yes, yes. yes exactly. Yeah. 1659, also yep. Massachusetts.
0: Which is the same, same era. Same era So those same Puritans Puritan. really didn't like Christmas. So, um,
2: yeah. Fee, can you... Why did Cromwell ban Christmas? Well, it's, it's not a thing the Puritans like, is it? They said... <laughs> <laughs> they said... It is being used as an excuse for drunkenness, promiscuity, gambling and other forms of excess Sounds to which fantastic. we all say yes, yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but they're not they're not Puritan fun things that they like uh, so but they they also they kind of said well it's not it's not really a Christmas a, C- a Christian thing and I mean probably quite rightly it's it's been adopted from pagan festivals. So they said, well, it's not mentioned in the Bible. It's not, it's not a proper Christmas holiday, Christian holiday. No, 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 no. Um, God, Cromwell was such a fun sponge, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. A... And I mean, imagine, so they, they locked the, the churches so that you couldn't have a Christmas service. And nowadays, I think a lot of people really wouldn't mind about that. <laughs> 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 but back then it was a, a big deal. But they also said you can't have any special Christmas food, you can't. Have... So in the city of oh. London, um, the, uh, the, the soldiers in the city, shops and markets were supposed to stay open which they didn't do traditionally, and uh, soldiers are ordered to patrol the streets, seizing any food they discovered being prepared for Christmas celebrations.
1: What a rubbish time to live. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a very grey place, doesn't it?
0: I always remember Horrible Histories referring to Oliver Cromwell once as as much fun as barbed wire underpants, and that sounds about right, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: What What was his beef? What was wrong with him? it's yeah. it about a tough childhood or something <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm not sure anyone then had a great childhood but yeah um, it's it probably everyone, that thing
2: you? that if if you if you believe strongly in a thing and if if it's going to ensure people's eternal souls are better off he he was probably doing it for the good of the people so yeah, that they whatever. spent their lives wisely and therefore got to heaven that you know but we don't want that. Um no. well I'm not saying we don't want that but anyway um I was going to say there there was there was uh rioting in Canterbury. Um I found various different dates actually 1643 maybe 1647 they sort of it seems like 1647 was the sort of um I know and then 1656 there's more legislation that really kind of stops it so it's a, it's a clearly a gradual kind of thing. Um but someone said that actually it has the effect of making Christmas less religious because people, lots of people still had a day off work, but now they couldn't go and spend it in church. So they just stayed at home and had fun. Oh, they didn't know whether... Uh, so it backfired. ...sat these
1: Puritans down, shoved them a mince pie with a bit of melted blue cheese on top. Right. They'd have been banged yes. straight into it.
0: Yeah. A glass of port. Have at it. Yeah. Go on.
1: Hey. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of winter wonderland. <laughs> And the, and the Ooh, can
0: you imagine <laughs> imagine the Puritans at Winter Wonderland. I yeah. <laughs> love that idea. Go on the roller coaster, then get sick from candy floss. Like, this, this is, is what's up, happening.
1: Oliver, <laughs> and are you going to say no? But trust me, all right? Just close go your eyes. <laughs> but go, go on the roller
2: coaster, but take your hat off, sir. You can't wear your big hat on the roller coaster, sir. No, it, it's not going to end well.
0: <laughs> I love <That's> it. it. <laughs> oh, honestly.
2: Crombie and
0: his Puritans, right? Question number. Oh, so um, I've I've now got um. Oh, uh, and not
2: just Christmas, Easter and Whitson as well. Didn't like those either. No, he didn't like anything. Basically, surely that's yeah. I always refer to um Oliver
0: Cromwell as the guy who basically outlawed everything like you know theater, Christmas, makeup, all the fun stuff, except for smoking because he liked doing that. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Honestly, what a stinker! What a stinker! Um, right. Um. Uh, I have a, a little Christmas card here that I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to just open. Uh, who's it from? Is it from one of you? <gasps> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> oh, no, neither of you. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, it's a lovely Christmas card. And in this Christmas card, we have another question. Funny that. What? Well, oh, well. I, well. I know. I know. Um, which of these does not feature on a Victorian Christmas card? Right, you've got four options.
1: Oh. My God.
0: <gasps> Hares, oh. as in the rabbity kind, riding penny farthing bicycles. A police, <laughs> a policeman getting beaten up by a clown. A dead robin with the phrase "calm decay and peace divine," or mice playing banjos.
1: They all sound feasible. And <laughs> Victorians, eh?
0: You are correct. They are all Victorian Christmas cards. I was like, I was thinking, I need to make one up, and I was like, I can't make up anything madder that's on these actual cards. They are absolutely bonkers, Um, and the 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 whole Christmas card selling thing or sending thing comes back to London. It was eighteen forty three you cast your mind's back. Um, in 1840, the penny post had been invented, which meant that you could send... You, uh, before penny posts invented, you sent letters and the person who was receiving them paid for them. <laughs> which is super handy. You could probably bankrupt someone if you wanted to. And then 1840, they were like, that's not a great system. So the penny post came in and you you paid for stamps to, to send them. And three years later, the chap called Henry Cole, who was an inventor, decided he was going to make cards that you could send at Christmas. And he asked his friend, um, to, who was an artist, to design a card and he then sold them for a shilling. Do you want to have a guess how much a shilling in 1843 is worth today?
1: Pressure. <sighs>
2: £8.70. Very specific. (laughs) Always go specific. Yeah,
1: I'm going to go a bit lower. About six quid.
0: 25 quid. What? 25 quid. Now, because bear in mind, they're going to be artisanally made because you haven't got any professional printers doing it.
1: But you've got a dead robin on it.
0: I know. Well, actually, no, originally you didn't. He didn't go in for the dead Robin, but later that comes in. So they start out, he starts out kind of doing lovely floral things, and then um, loads of companies get involved in it, and all these companies were Valentine's cards makers, and they were like, oh, most of the year we have not got anything to do, so let's get in on this. This sounds like a great, uh, um, you know, capitalist uh, endeavour. So they all started making Christmas cards, and the first ones were really romantic and flowery because that's what they did. They were like... We've got leftover Valentine's cards. We'll make them Christmas cards. Um, and then, every you know, more competition came in and people started to get more and more original. And then the novelty of um, flowers and then eventually, like, snowy scenes and all that kind of, um, you know, the novelty wore off. So they started going completely bonkers. And everybody started... Um, doing well, they do animals doing things, wearing things, and um, Charles Darwin publishes Origin of the Species in this period. <laughs> so people are like, ah, this is brilliant, and they start putting animals in bow ties and riding, you know, things riding
2: bicycles. We still, we still have that cars. on on cards a bit. You still get animals doing kind of you jolly do, little but you Christmas don't
0: scenes. Tend to get hares riding penny farthing bicycles.
2: No, <laughs> a no, they're mad. Got...
0: Um, yeah. And sometimes they would have literally whole sets of cards. So there was one that you could get four, and each card in the set was um, people going to the theatre, but it was a different social class. So it was a bit of satire, oh, no. so you could collect them all. <laughs> Look at
1: the um, peasants.
0: And it, exactly. And it, you're genuinely, like, the, the four is hilarious. You've got the kind of the uh, upper class you know, aristocrats, and you've got the absolute scum at the bottom. Um, and then um, they started um, really featuring loads of clowns. Which, frankly, is terrifying. But loads of clowns. So yeah, there there was a Christmas card with a uh, policeman being beaten up by a clown.
1: I mean, what was what, that? I, what's the what's the story behind? going, is that is well, that Mr. Mr. Punch coming related down the clowns?
0: Well, I think there's probably an element, uh, yeah, an element of like the Mr. Punch thing. Clowns are often you know at cricket's birthday parties and stuff, and, and they started to just try and make people laugh because everyone's like, eh, I've seen. I've seen a dead Robin, um, or you know, I've seen a snowy scene. <laughs> so they're like,
2: "Well, oh, let's make you laugh." And there was satire in there, and like puzzles and all sorts of stuff—absolutely bonkers. But does it also? I wonder if it reflects on the popularity of the police. Maybe it ties into something—an event. Police would have been quite new around then, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. And, and clowns, kind of in in their modern yeah. format. Yeah. I guess so. Um, now, also, cool. I. I, I didn't realise this before, but I've just discovered Henry Cole actually used to be the assistant to Roland Hill, the man who brought in the penny post. Oh. So that's a bit of kind of strange commercial... like, that is, isn't it? He had
1: it, it, had it in. Sh-
2: Yeah, well he had it in, but also it it presumably provoked lots of people to send posts that they wouldn't have done before, so it's really good for the post office. Great for business. Yeah.
0: yeah. 25 quid a pop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming the dead Robin cards weren't 25 quid a pot, but you know, the first uh, ones were. Um, yeah. those, well, those but I, do, ones.
2: I think I think at this point we should encourage anyone who doesn't have any Christmas cards yet to commission Emily to do them some lovely Christmas cards for 25 quid. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely, Emily, um, our lovely erstwhile pod um, host. I, sorry, that sentence didn't. <laughs> and the way I thought it was going to end I'm not quite sure where that went um, but yeah she's she, a pod host
2: um, always a pod host
0: she, <laughs> she's obviously as we all know an artist and does sell her cards so have a look at I don't know what her website is at the moment if it's still guide emily I know she was tarting around with other things but um it's
1: uh, um, deadanimalcards.com.
0: Dead, yeah dead animal dead deadbirds <laughs> dead deadrobins.com um you find her there um before we leave christmas cards do you want to have a guess who the first charity Christmas card, who who created them, basically. Who, which charity did the first one? Which charity? It's not what charity? you think, it's it's not what you think the of RSP as charity. No, sure. the RSPB. <laughs> Save our Robins! Save our Robins! No, it's actually not a charity. It is a movement. <laughs> is it uh, just suffragettes. the oil? <laughs> it is the suffragettes, yes. It is the oh, suffragettes. Right, okay. <laughs> the WSPU sold Christmas cards, and they weren't exactly festive. They basically had... A picture of a rally and going votes for women on the front of it, so it wasn't like oh, dead robin votes for women, it was just <laughs> straight out votes for women. But yeah, they started telling, did,
1: did they at least have a snowy scene? Or anything? no, oh, okay. no, no, at all. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just a,
0: just the group of the women having a rally going votes for women. Oh, happy Christmas, by the way, and all that. Really so sure. <laughs> right, do you two want to pull a cracker? Yes, yes. here have this one, okay. have this one over here. It's a bit smaller, but you know. Yeah
2: perfect
0: formed. <laughs> right here we go hey on oh that didn't oh there we, didn't bat- hey. no, there we go who
2: who won that one i can't see who got it Fiona got i him. think that was lee oh
1: no no oh it's
2: no. obviously on the floor yeah, of course it is. <laughs> that thing where you don't get anything Very kind. <laughs> you're like where where do we go where it go what <laughs> what what have you got
1: mm, there's an emery board <laughs> These are yeah. really some top quality crackers. <laughs> top
0: quality crackers. We um we have another joke. Well, what oh. do you do with a sick bee?
1: A sick bee? Yeah. Is it Take... now is this a, a, a Take... festive related? No, it's
0: not contract? and I have an issue with that.
1: <laughs> Take okay. it a
0: hospital. Oh close. Uh. Hospital. Uh. Whoa! Uh. <laughs> Even Which better. I would argue is actually uh, untrue because the wasps would go to the hospital and the bees would go to the hospital. So um, I'm giving you the points for that. Um,
1: but and, and also not Christmassy. Also,
0: also not Christmassy. What's yeah. the point? Yeah. What's the point? Um, okay. Right. Well, this our question is actually wrapped up. So just um, unwrap it. There we go.
1: In a quality string wrapper.
2: <laughs> yeah. <in> a... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But that. But... What. Isn't that a bit where it came from? It was like a, it was wrapped up like a sweet originally. That was that was the kind of inspiration, wasn't it?
1: Oh, listen! I just go love on. them up, and you just, you <laughs> just carry them <laughs> Go so on,
2: go I'm down that the route. Christmas, <laughs> Christ, Christmas crackers—absolutely a London invention. We can take credit for this, and I think they're not—they're not like some people are a bit like what? What's a cracker? Well, I think not, they're only a spread. British thing, aren't they? Yeah, no one else really. And it's such a weird thing—we don't do it any other time. And families have very specific rules sometimes about when you have the cracker and when mm. you don't and whatever. But um, it was a, a, a baker, baker-confectioner called Tom Smith, uh, who went to Paris in the 1840s or mid-1800s. And he he's inspired by French bonbons, little uh-huh. sweets wrapped up in paper. And he thinks, oh, this is good. I could, I could sell these as well as doing wedding cakes. I can sell them. And they'll be good for christmas and this is great but then he thinks well actually i could make more of this and i could put in i could put in a little motto in with them and i could put a little thing and they're they're still they're selling but he then has the idea of yeah like newton sitting under the tree getting the apple falling maybe <laughs> tom smith was sitting next to the fire and the sound of the crackling of the fire he thought oh this is the sound of christmas and things And if i could have some some sound effect in my my bonbon things this would be the way forward and so he works oh,
1: no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's quite weird christmas all right
0: <laughs> oh, bango is my career in
2: foley <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But he, he he worked with a chemist to make a way of making a, a sort of ex, little explosion a friction explosion from the snaps and then um added that in and the cracker's got bigger and bigger puts in the gifts and uh, and the cracker as we know it is is born
1: i thought you meant like a chemist like you know the, the pharmacy down the road a <laughs> <pull it> <laughs> <all the> <laughs> come out and a Christmas. Do you know
0: um, well, a friend of mine used used uh, to live in belgium and you can't get crackers over there because they don't—they don't do them. It's a very British thing. And she tried to take a pack of crackers back on the Eurostar, and they confiscated them because they said yeah. they were explosives. Explosives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the best
2: thing. Very dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, half the yeah, time yeah. they don't
1: even go off, but yeah. No. See, I thought they'd be like, it, like a European thing or something. You know, I mean, the weed sort of taken over. But there you go. I'm wrong. That's what no. we tend to do, isn't
2: so, it? Steal all the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it And
1: it's a on. It seems like a real staple,
2: doesn't it? Yeah, it he does. Yeah, in, in Paris, Paris, they're still having bonbons. What they're missing, out? Are they? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, right. I'm just guessing. Maybe. But he was he was based in Clerkenwell, and then he, once the factory got good, got successful, and things, they moved to Finsbury Square. So there is a, a, a fountain, water fountain, in Finsbury mm. Square that is a memorial to, to Tom Smith, and they they employed two thousand people by the end of the 1800s, including wow. many women women making back fa- <laughs> taking and, all the people that from last week's episode didn't get uh, back, jobs didn't. back in the buses. Absolutely, yeah. And he, the archives, apparently, the, the the company archives are now at the v uh where Henry Cole was the first director of uh, of the V&A. So they've got a whole um, you know history of what they put on the crackers and the boxes were very topical often. So they would have things like. Um, motor cars when they were new and uh, charlie chaplin and tutankhamun was on the on the boxes um, yeah <laughs> when when he was freshly discovered i mean not him personally obviously but pictures <laughs> of him
0: <laughs> so yeah. well fabulous. who doesn't love a festive tutankhamun cracker
2: well absolutely tutankhamun to to. crackers on one side <laughs> dead
0: robins on the other
2: happy days happy what's Christmas. not to love <laughs> Oh, amazing! And there's you, a blue. I think there's a... At the
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. World's <Blue> going mad.
0: <laughs> Bring back the banning of Christmas. <laughs> um, well, listen. Let's let's get to the uh, the question that's just come out of the cracker. Um, which monarch invented gingerbread men? Ooh.
2: I think I know.
1: Dear. Can I, I shall I, have, so. a guess, Can you, I have a
2: guess then? you? have a guess. Yeah, have a guess. Okay.
1: Is it, is it? No. I'm gonna go George the Third. Come on, bang straight why, in. Why, why are them. we going
2: George the Third?
1: What's the reasoning know. behind that? Just a guess, because he was a it's,
0: bit. He's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself some friends. Um, no, it's not George the Third.
1: No, no. Good no. guess, though, right? Good guess. Very good guess. It's wrong. Very good, good
2: guess. guess.
1: It's good, yeah, but yeah. it's not raid. I'm. I'm.
2: Very I'm guessing partly well, totally it's. You know? Like, I don't know when ginger first made it to Britain as an ingredient, but presumably back in the early days, it was still luxurious and expensive and things. So, um, well, but,
0: no, actually, no, long because if long... you cast your minds way back to the episode that Emily did many moons ago on uh, frost fairs, oh, yeah, one of the things we still have is a chunk of gingerbread from one of the later frost fairs.
1: Um, so even she,
0: earlier. So yeah. even earlier. So gingerbread um, has been around for a very, very long time, but not quite the same. It was more of a cake, like a, gin, you know, sort of spiced cake. Yeah. Um, but gingerbread in its current form, the way we know it today, was invented by Elizabeth I. Liz. Yeah. Oh, my God, Liz. And, and it's it's very entertaining why she did it. She basically... <laughs> so, um, she, apparently that the, the it's, a, it's her own recipe now whether that means actually her or you know her lackeys who can say. Um, but one of the things that was very prevalent with Queen Liz is that she liked to get a lot of gifts. Um, and so whenever anyone visited they'd be like oh here's a thing have a have a trinket or whatever. Um, hilariously she'd actually re-gift what she didn't like, which I'm here okay. For. Um, and so she'd get presents her whole life and at Christmas it would change she'd do it the other way around. So she developed this basically gingerbread men um, and it was almost a bit of a joke because um, she had all these suitors coming in going, hey, Liz, let's shack up, you know, come on. I look like Prince material, don't I? And she would always say no, obviously. Um, So she had the biscuits cut to resemble all of these suitors and they should have them (laughs) decorated with um, outfits and edible, you know, everything, features, whatever. And um, she would, you know, serve them to her guests. i this. <laughs> Not, so <laughs> Not all the features. Not all the features. One would assume. I mean, who knows? Um, but she, yeah, she served them to her guests and she would give them to people. And then it took off. And what would happen is, in England, loads of women would eat um, or make or eat gingerbread husbands, basically, in the hope of one day finding a human equivalent. Um, yeah. A thing and then it got um, sort of really popular and then it became gingerbread houses. But that, I think that was over um, on the continent somewhere. But yeah, so G- yeah. Elizabeth the First starts out with um, gingerbread
1: men. Can you imagine yeah. if she's dealing out the gingerbread men to you? Oh, happy Christmas! There you go. And she hands one to you and it's got no head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that be, be cause concern. It? Run. <laughs> Peckish where we live. Yeah. I think I the get gingerbread all my houses
1: facts from Blackadder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, why not? <laughs> um, uh, Hansel and Gretel seems to be one of the inspirations for the gingerbread houses.
0: Yes, so yes, uh, that is
2: a grim, yeah. grim and fairy it. tale and things. But do you know the biggest gingerbread house that holds the record? How tall do you think it was? <gasps> It was created in 2013. Are we thinking feet, meters, or buses? M- meters, right?
1: Where? Meters. I know. Where, where in, was it? Where in, was it oh, then. in
2: Texas, of course.
1: Of course. By the Traditions
2: Texas. Club in Texas. Um, I could give you. I could give you a quantity of ingredients if you no, want. No, a, no,
0: no, no. I don't want any clues. So meters, okay. yeah. In, in height. Meters in height.
1: Alex is really up for the challenge. Look. Oh,
0: mate! You know how competitive oh, she I loves I a quiz
2: um 20
1: meters i'm going to say 21 meters oh
2: <laughs> <I> stinker <laughs> no you went you went the wrong way oh, no. should have been 19 <laughs> <laughs> it was 18.28 meters oh, tall so your 80
1: face 80
2: 80 angle me. so how many kilograms of ginger ground ginger oh on, so what was it like? was it like a tower, or was it a building, or what? Yeah, it was it was it was tall and wide. They so say eighteen meters long, eighteen meters tall, and twelve meters wide. So ten.
0: Simply kilo, Ten kilos of ground ginger.
1: I'm going to go eighteen point seven. Eight point seven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this time, Lee, you're closest, but not oh, yes. not by March. Thirty-one kilos of ginger. Oh my Kilos. So uh, That's his first s- answer. I am
0: guessing, not his second one. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seven thousand eggs. Seven thousand eggs. Oh my yeah. goodness!
1: So yeah. It just seems a waste, doesn't it? Did they? It does. Did they end I don't know what afterwards? happened
2: afterwards. I don't uh, know. Thirty-five think, million calories. So hopefully someone ate it. I think when it's, it's those <laughs> yeah, big, those really big,
0: big constructions, they've everyone's been sort of hand like. Handling them so much, I don't think they can. Yeah, feed people yeah, don't a bit of a waste really but... want
2: to. Yeah, the the the, the um uh, record for the biggest village much more disputed because some some someone did a really big village, but then not all of it was edible and blah 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 blah. But if you want to see a gingerbread city, not just a village, a city, we've had this for about five or six years now in London. Um, it's a thing run by the Museum of Architecture, and they get architectural students to design. Um, or not students just architects to design houses and things they put them all together and this year it's in Westfield uh London oh. White City um so it's open f- it's already yeah it's been open for a while so second second of December through to the 7th of January I went last year and it's really cute it's lovely it's about 12 pounds um but it's well, it, to see it to see it. No
1: <laughs> for a <laughs> slice, <also. laughs>
2: you can you can also go and do a workshop, so you can have a go at making it. That's that's more, but it's it's phenomenally um, detailed and lovely. There's different zones, and this year their theme is kind of water in cities. So, oh. kind of making the most of precious resources and things. So go go and see Gingerbread City. It's cool. Gingerbread, Gingerbread City, City. interesting. Yeah. And Usually, I don't know if they do it every year, but um... There's
0: a hotel that has a gingerbread Oh, is it the uh, Dorchester? Dorchester? Is it the Dorchester? I feel like it was somewhere around the Strand. I might be wrong. I don't know if they still do it, but they always used to do a big kind of gingerbread, like with lights and moving trains and all sorts of stuff. Ah. It's A fun little project. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Cracker. Cracker Cracker time. Cracker time. Cracker time. Lee, do you want to pull this one with me or do you want to go with Fiona again?
1: No, go on, I'll pull it with you.
0: All right, that's very nice of you.
1: Here we go. Three, one.
0: There we go. Oh. Hey! Oh, I won this one. Fabulous. What have Never I got? <laughs> oh, I've got more more seeds, which is good. And what what,
1: what, what makes, seeds this time? It's
0: borage again. Yeah, so I feel more like, borage. Hey. In fact, I think, <laughs> I, think
1: <laughs> I remember from the borage. other year,
0: the other year when we used the rest of them, they're all borage, and my mum got a bit cross. I said, oh, this is what's
2: inside. And she was like, what borage? Anyway,
1: we need to shift this borage. Shift it <laughs> exactly,
2: just <to> chuck it on the. <laughs> I tell you what, I'd have some borage seeds from you because we've got a weed that grows in the garden that is like borage, but it's not borage. But it grows and grows and grows. I need something that will stop the other borage. Oh, say, I don't know what don't
1: borage is.
2: I've, I'm not sure. It's either. a herb. I think no, it's one no. of those ones that we don't use very much anymore.
0: My but it's good for the bees deck, so I'm not going to do anything oh is
2: it good for the bees <laughs> yeah it's nice
1: nice <laughs> my blue flowers of... <laughs> no very Christmassy. My
2: nope <laughs> all bedecked for christmas right we have another joke
0: and it's not very good it's not very Christmassy. Um, I wonder if I can find another christmasy one I think you need your
1: money back on these uh, these right.
0: crackers um okay mm-hmm.
2: why do cows <laughs> wear bells
1: why do cows wear bells
2: yeah so they can be the bell of the ball. Oh, oh nice.
1: she's good, isn't she? She's good.
0: She's <laughs> wrong, but she's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good but it's
1: not right.
0: It's because their horns They're don't work.
1: No way. It's no oh. a bitch. <laughs>
0: Happy
1: Christmas. <Okay>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's yes read the... It's some bleeds uh... and a cow
1: joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, okay. Let, uh, let's read this question here. Um...
1: <laughs>
0: well, I just I didn't write a question for that one. Okay. oh Here we go. Right. What did Father Christmas ride before he rode reindeer?
2: A boat. No. <laughs> oh. a boat. Boat. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the National Gallery saving children. I mean, I feel walking. sorry for
1: anybody that lived inland. <laughs> what about yeah.
2: me? <laughs> yeah, tough, tough. Not no, you're
1: a or you get nothing. Um, A goat. What did you write? No, it it's not an rhyming.
2: <laughs> a stoat. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is an animal, yes.
1: Um, Is it a real animal? Or is it like It's a, a real fictional... animal and it's
0: quite a classic one that you ride as well. A donkey. A
1: horse.
2: Yes, a horse. What <laughs> <laughs> donkey's more no Christmassy. Era. Little donkey. Ah, little donkey. an elephant? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Was it a dolphin? Um, so <laughs> this year, now this is not actually a London thing, but I just quite like it as so I'm putting it in, is the 200th anniversary of the publication of A Visit from St Nicholas, otherwise known as A Night Before Christmas by an American oh, author called Clement Clark Moore. And before he published this, Reindeer had never been associated with Father Christmas. He had well, always been on man. a horse. Well, I know. Well, he does now. But originally, oh, well, he came from yeah, Turkey. Yeah, he moved there. That's yeah. yeah, he moved there, yeah. You know, he wanted a, a retirement property. To retire.
2: Um, but yeah.
0: that, <laughs> that didn't that really work well did it? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, something originally... jockey, so it makes sense.
0: Father Christmas, S- 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 Santa Claus, St. Nicholas is, was Turkish. Uh, Turkish saint. Um, but it's the first time they, they were <laughs> Ironically, mentioned.
2: Ironically. Given the turkey association with Christmas. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in Holland, they still have Sinterklaas. So it's the 5th of December. Christmas isn't even the big give, like present giving. It's the 5th of December. And it's Sinterklaas. And the Sinterklaas arrives in... Uh, to put kind of coins and sweets and gifts in, literally in clogs that you'll leave out for the kids and to leave shoes. out. So they're yes. mostly stockings. And then that's when you do your presents, on the 5th of December. So, um, yeah, Sinterklaas. Um, and piet or Black Peter, um, culturally <coughs> insensitive, but <laughs> that's what it is um would basically comes through with santa and he's the one he's the naughty one so if any of the kids are naughty you know how over here you just like you won't get or you'll get coal in your stocking over there if you're if you've been bad um Zorat to beat will put you in a bag and cart you off um so I know, tough. Yeah, it's a bit tough. <laughs> a bit tough. Um, so, the, yeah, 200 years ago, 1823, and this is the first time that they mentioned Reindeer at all. And the names are also not quite what we know now. So it, in the actual original text, it's now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and a Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donder and Blixum. Oh, much better. Much better. And Donder oh, um, and Blixum actually comes from the Dutch, uh, Donder and Blixum, which means thunder and lightning. No. Which apparently used to be a little bit of a sort of gentle swear word, swearing phrase um, in 19th century New York. Um, so ah. because New York, of course, was New Amsterdam before. So this is where he's getting that Dutch influence from. Thunder in and blixen, thunder and, and blixen, which is fantastic. So uh, yeah, and then there's no mention of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in there at all. That doesn't come in until much, much later um, in uh, a, a song, basically. It's the The song by um, a chap by the name of Marx. I couldn't quite find out his, his first name. Jo- oh, Johnny Marks, there we go. I did Carl, find his first Carl Marx. Carl Marks, <laughs> I know, right? It's a slight departure for him. And it was, uh, they took the poem, Night Before Christmas, and they added in Rudolph, and it was um, a character that had been created as a marketing ploy for a company based in, I think, Chicago um, in 1939. And so then they did the song, and now we know of Santa and his reindeer and... Rudolph, but that Rudolph. was never the case. He used to pop up on
2: a on a horse. There you go. Bonkers. There Bonkers. We go. Yeah. Can I can I put in a plea for another Christmas animal that I think we've forgotten? Yes. So I was looking up the Yule log to see what that's all about, and that's all about bonfires all day morning, and purifying it? and <laughs> Well, I'm wondering Sorry. whether someone should market Boxing Day Crackers. So I'm
1: just caught so, li- li-
2: li- li- He's just really with it.
1: It. <laughs> And that's enough for me. Bye. We should, <laughs> we, should
2: <have>. <laughs> <laughs> we should have Boxing Day Crackers where you don't get a gift. You get paracetamol and, <laughs> you know, should, it helps for your logo. and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and some loo paper, and all, all the useful things. Anyway, so what we also... To bring,
1: to bring this, this used to be a highbrow podcast.
2: <laughs> it's never been highbrow.
1: <laughs> now it's dripping in any so and... just...
2: Sorry about that. So... <laughs> I can't contain myself sometimes. Um, so lots of lots of pagan stuff, lots of Scandinavian stuff in the, in the Yule traditions. Um, but there used to be the Yule goat... And I think oh. we, should, we should get back to the Yule goat. <laughs> and what, what, what was his role? Well, actually, it was quite a short-lived role for quite a <laughs> short-lived <laughs> goat. Um, <laughs> Thought it
0: might be going that way.
2: So, yeah, afraid so. But it's it's celebrating the sun going into Capricorn. So it's all about, you know, the, the turn of the year and the return of the sun and the sun moving into Capricorn. So they sacrificed a goat, a, ba- a baby goat, a kid, baby kid. Um so I'm not saying we should bring that back, but I think we should start. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you do sacrifice get, something. Yeah, <laughs> but I think like we should we should get the goat back into Christmas decorations. Yeah, I like that. So, so what, uh, where does that come from the Yule log though? Oh, it's sort of just it's another Yule. Yule again, thing. it was a tangent, a Yule thing. Yes. So the so, Yule log,
0: as far as I'm aware, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Was um a basically a log that you put on the fire that would last the whole of Yule, wouldn't it be? So it'd be like a big sort of,
2: yeah, yes. It's
0: yeah. Not, so
1: more is, or less is, Yule log that we have now. So is Yule meaning Christmas? Is that the
0: no? It's Yule. named after Yule Brinner <laughs> 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 Makes
1: sense. Yeah. He loved the think... fire that
2: guy. <laughs> I think it's the the um the the word for December. December and January were Yule oh, and so like or something. So it's the months and things, and it's um. Yeah, there's lots of different versions of what you do with the Yule log, but um, one of them... But people in Yorkshire in 1914 were putting lighting the log on the hearth. It's very bad luck if it goes out, so you have to make sure it keeps burning. But you then... um, You you turn off all the other lights and all the candles and things, and you you light two large coloured candles, which are a Christmas present from the grocery, which is weirdly specific. There you go. And then they... (laughs) <laughs> okay. they are lit by the youngest member of the family from the yule fire and then you're not allowed to put on any other lights until until that's burnt out oh. and well, while and this is
1: specifically in yorkshire but
2: well, this is someone who was writing down like, rec- recording traditions so it might be that they you know th- there's variations okay, okay. of things yeah, like I this all around, around but... I'm a
1: lancastrian so you know oh well yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. Famous beef. Famous beef.
2: <laughs> but what I do like as well, um so uh the venerable bead, from a bead from when I was talking about the Saxons, he, he records this, the the monk from um Durham, wherever he was. D- Durham or, or um Yeah, Early
1: Island, wasn't it, or somewhere?
2: Yeah, yeah, somewhere near there. I'm having a blank. But anyway, he says
1: Nothing. Lindisfarne, isn't it? That's a yeah. bad,
2: Um that, uh, that this very night was observed in this land before by the heathen Saxons. So this is Yule night, is uh, observed by the heathen Saxons. Uh, they began, he says, their year on the 8th of the calendar of January, which is now our Christmas party. And the very night before, which is now holy to us, was by them called Maidendrach or the Night of the Mothers, so um, and they burn the log and then so also what you do after you've had your, a bit of a
0: fun sponge as well isn't it? Uh, a little <laughs> bit
2: yeah um, you, you burn the log on the fire for in whatever way you do that but then afterwards it should um, after the 6th of January 12th night um, you put a bit of what's left of the log under your bed for luck, oh. which is particularly for protection from the household threats of lightning and fire. <laughs>
0: Right. I
1: mean, that's a given.
0: Yeah.
2: So put put something
0: flammable.
1: Put it out. Put put a hot ember into your bed. Hot log under your bed.
2: And uh, protect you from fire.
0: Yeah, that won't burn at all. That's mm, totally normal. No,
2: I think I think put it out first. Uh, Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Honestly, what they do in Yorkshire is beyond anyone's (laughs) guess. Right. I have two more questions for you. First one is is probably well, might invite questions, but none that I have any answer to. Um, mistletoe is an old Saxon word meaning what <laughs> on a stick?
1: Meaning I could, what on a
2: stick? Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: God, the possibilities I, are endless. Um,
2: I, I could pretend I don't know this, but I, y- you were so excited about this that you told me <laughs> earlier. Oh, really? oh,
1: here we go. Which
2: might be a clue, actually. <laughs> See, there's someone who didn't spend three years
0: in uh, drama school. She can't even pretend. Uh <coughs> I did I, I did spend
2: three years in drama school. <laughs> oh you did, didn't you? <laughs> oh no. Part time <laughs> Well, what That's on a really stick, cool. Benley?
1: <laughs> Something on a stick.
2: Go go for the obvious one. Just maybe it's not obvious. But you yeah, know, what Alex, is what is the
1: obvious one? You've had this before.
2: Stick. A snog? Did
1: you say? Well you kiss under a mistletoe, don't you?
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you put a snog on a stick?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know.
0: It's poo. Mistletoe is an old Saxon word meaning poo on a stick.
1: See now I thought that. But yeah, right, that's you, the obvious thing. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just it's childish. It's it's accurate. It's highbrow podcast. But it turns out <laughs> yeah, That's what it means. Is shit on a stick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I have no idea why. It's just that that's where it comes from, an old Saxon word. Anyway. Um my last question how did for you did Dad get
1: to where we are now?
0: I genuinely don't know. You're going to yeah, have to I feel like to you're accents. about to tell me. No, I, don't, I have no idea. Oh, right.
1: um, Maybe
0: bead. Maybe Bede will <laughs> Maybe tell bead. us. Let's blame, let's blame bead. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Which of the Christmas carols... Um, actually, I didn't really write a question for this. I'm just sort of formulating. It <laughs> you're
1: just making it up. <laughs>
0: yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's totally you. come out of a cracker, obviously. Um, which of the Christmas carols oh I don't know how to say this question I'm just going to tell you just tell us Okay. so, <laughs> <That's very cool. laughs> so I went down a bit of a rabbit hole trying to find out about the 12 days of Christmas oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just, just um, yeah I just to tell you yeah trying to find out about the 12 days of Christmas that's the camera by the way and um, it isn't always what you think and there is a little bit of a theory that it is basically a bit of a, a love letter to um, birds the RSPB Well, RSPB comes back (laughs) in there. We don't have any dead robins in this one. Um, And it doesn't really hold much water for some of them, but for some of them it really does. Now, there's a few theories about it. So some people think The Twelve Days of Christmas is um, a religious song reminding you about, uh, you know, holding up your your religious side of the bargain. Um, But actually a lot of people say it's not. And it was first published in a book in 1780, and it was a children's book called Mirth Without Mischief. Which again Ooh. sounds incredibly dull because I love a bit of mischief. Um, I also read that in the same book there is a, a piece called "The Play of the Gaping Wide-Mouthed Waddling Frog." <laughs> My and ten out of ten would read. You're actually
2: reading around
0: that. That's a joke, isn't there? With that. I can't Fiona, remember what
2: it is now. <laughs> Long. It's very long-winded. We'll save it right. for another day. Okay. Fiona's on the, there
1: the corner. <laughs> oh,
0: She's been on it since about mid-November. Um, <laughs> right, so the first one, Partridge in a pear tree. It's thought this actually comes from the French, because who speaks French?
1: Oui, oui. Et oh, petit. Oui,
0: oui, bonjour. Oui, uh, okay, in that case, what is the French for a partridge?
1: Oui. Okay, good. Well done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is not how we do French. I mean, as Brits, that's how we speak all languages. We just put the accent on, but no. Um, partridge in French is un perdrix. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty
1: close. Partridge?
0: So it is thought that actually a partridge in a pear tree is a mistranslation of wow. the French, which was, and they basically sang a partridge a partridge. Okay.
2: It's not as good,
1: is it? It's not as good. It's not as good.
2: Where's the, like where the, the pear, pear tree, tree from? come from then? Because it sounds like... Belly partridge,
1: French. a partridge.
0: No. us stupid Brits.
2: just it needs the
0: pear tree.
1: Oh, that's yeah. what it sounds
0: like. We're going to go for that. But, yeah. And so, belly pear tree. All right. But the rest of the song is quite a good menu. There's lots of birds. So, firstly, the partridge, one of the healthiest game birds in the medieval area. Area? Area. area? Yeah. Um, <laughs> medieval area. Um, they they would often have it roasted or um, enclosed in suet, which probably makes it less healthy, but you know, hey, whatever. It floats Jewish. your boat, crack on. <sighs> Delicious. Um, and it was said to be easy to digest. So it was often given to uh, the weak, the old, the young, things like that, so they could digest it nice and easily. Then, second day, two turtle doves. Again, medieval times, they were eaten by the upper classes, roasted or in a pie. <laughs> And they were apparently mm. very good for nervous disorders, so if you needed to improve your memory <laughs> or your brain was going a bit one eat some turtle doves. That would help you out. Two,
1: only two, though. Only two? Only two. Only two.
0: Yeah. Uh, three French hens. Capons, probably. Uh, um, which are very popular in medieval times, particularly with the clergy, randomly. Partly because... Well, no, actually, I'm not going to go into that. That's... <laughs> No, I am, leave, leave I am that one. I'm casting very, very wildly uh, out <laughs> there. Um, and they were stewed and baked into pies a lot. And Shakespeare mentions them in one of his plays, I can't remember which one, as... you about nothing? Is it much... No, it's not. No, I'll no, just... <laughs> Twel- Twelfth, well, Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night? No, it's one of the ones with a long title, but I can't remember what it is now, anyway. Um, yeah, and he mentions, mentions them as like a sort of food for the wealthy as well. For Calling Birds, now the original song was not Calling Birds, it was Collie Birds. Collie four, means three, soot. Eight, soot, so they're talking about blackbirds. Blackbirds. And blackbird yeah. pie birds. recipes do exist. Uh. Um, there's one that sounds particularly good, which is a pie with stuffed blackbirds and fried rump steak. But if you know the song, Sing a Song of Sixpence, they talk okay. about um, a blackbird. Well, is it, what do they talk about? A part, four and 20. Four and 20 baked blackbirds rock. baked in a pie. Baked in a pie. These are not, they're not baked in the pie. They are live birds.
1: So oh, they're, they're, put, into, okay,
0: right. they're <clears> put into um, empty pie crust. And then when you you cut into the pie crust, they all fly out.
2: When the pie is uh, open, the birds begin to sing. There you go. There you go. There they're
1: go. not yes. singing, are they? They're and not singing. They're screaming. They're screaming. <laughs> screaming <for Mary>. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so then are five gold rings. And you might be thinking, oh, we get a rest from the birds. Possibly not. It might be related to ring-necked pheasants. Um, um, and these were served as what was known as, um, uh, well, it was a surprise dish, but it was known as a subtlety, uh, which is anything but subtle. If you look more
2: at surprising than a pie of live backbirds, <laughs> I know. <right?
0: laughs> I mean, that's a challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know how you do that, but anyway. Um, so these were served at banquets, and again, quite good for people who were infirm or young or old, um, and the wealthy, because it was a very sort of dainty meat. But apparently, they decided that. The lower classes and the working people and the labourers could only digest coarse food, so they didn't get in on it. Six geese, are laying uh, in the Middle Ages, goose was the centerpiece of the Michaelmas feast. And there's a legend that, um, well, might be legend, might be, might be some truth in it. Queen Elizabeth the First, she's coming back to us, was dining on goose when she received news that the Spanish Armada had been defeated, and she says, "Henceforth, uh, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a voice. Henceforth." <laughs> Uh, Shall a goose commemorate this great victory? I don't know why she's Winston Churchill, but anyway. Um, So there we go.
1: Tending
0: to Julie Walters. Oh, if only. She's (laughs) awesome. And then seven. Seven swans are swimming. Only ever eaten on Christmas and by the nobility. Henry III ordered 40 swans for his Christmas feast in 1247. And famously, the only person, well, really allowed to eat swan is the the monarch. Um, There are a couple of little exceptions to that, but um, the Queen always used to have a swan for Christmas lunch and you know you, you get those to duckins where you put like a turkey inside a duck inside a goose or whatever she used yeah. to have swan goosen so it was a chicken inside a goose inside a swan
2: that's what they did. Yeah. when you say used to do we know how, well, she's dead how recently she's <laughs> no but like did still I, it I think still it was until... uh, I, yeah I
0: think I, I, as I understand it that was one of their oh, you know, top, so I don't know if, if know uh, King Chuck is going to carry that on
1: um, and then feel eight like maids milking. of
0: milking. Well, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Eight maids are milking, nine ladies dancing, ten lords are leaping. We get a break from the birds, but the tw- 11 pipers piping, possibly sandpipers. And again, loads <laughs> of medieval recipes for them. You'd roast them and then you'd stick the long beak through the carcass so you can hold on to them a bit like a kebab. Oh. I and then 12 drummers no. drumming is, is fine. So there's actually quite a lot of good, um, you know, good um, bird flesh to be had. Food. Around all food Christmas so there we go and that's kind of all I've got for you really
1: well informative enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> didn't sound like I enjoyed it I did enjoy it I did well, enjoy it well you fell it.
0: asleep for half of it <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> oh, God, I'm drinking <laughs> uh, no really interesting I wish I could have provided some facts myself but I know nothing
0: I know nothing well we'll have to get you back on again for things that you do know
1: i still with. trying to think what they may be. <laughs> maybe one day.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty knowledgeable
1: about stuff. Yeah, but useless stuff. A bit like this oh, podcast. That's... Oh, no, I didn't mean to good that.
0: Blocked on all platforms. <laughs> uh, it was
1: Big fan of the show.
0: Yeah. How many episodes have you
1: listened to? All 150.
0: Lies. Lies. <laughs> um yeah, so is there anything other Christmassy that you guys want to um contribute? Obviously Lee not contributing much to uh anything really.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think we should have a quick quick shout out for our friend Eliza Acton. Yes, yeah. Published Seemingly published the first sort of formal recipe for figgy pudding or Christmas pudding or I mean it's obviously an ancient dish. We all dish. like some figgy pudding. We all yes. want some figgy pudding. Has anyone ever um, had any figgy pudding? So it's been it's, it's you know lots of lots of variations of where it might have come from and all that kind of stuff. But she she published oh, uh, the first proper recipe and she described it. The author's Christmas pudding is uh, remarkably light, small, rich pudding. So that's not that's the how one we describe it really, nowadays.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm <here all> week.
0: <laughs> you little light, small, rich pudding. Yeah, <laughs> I think I
1: prefer the small, light, rich pudding to a big, heavy old Christmas pud. Are you Are Christmas it? pud fans? I
0: love a Christmas pud. I can I, can, I can, I use
2: that it's a little bit. Heavy. Christmas pudding. Yeah, Talk you can't, can't have much of it. Um, rather than Briss brandy, um, brandy and vodka. Brandy and, and vodka. Then it, it burns. Vodka burns much longer, much better. So is mix this up. Is this why brandy you're always drunk
0: for the entirety of January? <laughs> that and the brandy yeah. butter. No
1: dry January in that. Yeah. No, oh,
0: no. <laughs> it's just sober up January. It takes that
2: long. <laughs> well, I've always thought we should do dry February because January's too soon after Christmas, and February is a shortly slightly shorter month. And January is. January is so depressing. I was
0: slightly slightly about slightly shorter. I was talking about this to my best mate the other day and she said, January is so depressing. Um, it's really dark and everyone goes on diets. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not the time when you want to be... Nobody wants to January do gets
1: a bad rap. It gets a bad rap, doesn't
0: it? Just because your birthday's January.
1: in
2: January.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Well, that's
2: what we all need. We need birthdays in January to celebrate, to distract us well, from a. the... So, well done you. No reason and to your forget me forward to uh,
1: Look forward to your gift.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Prepare when, yourself when? for a card Which of a dead Which bird day? on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some figgy pudding. Yeah.
0: You're twenty-sixth, <laughs> are you? Twenty sixth,
1: twenty-seventh. Keep going. Twenty eighth.
0: Twenty eighth. Bingo. Whee. Yeah. Ah, well, there we go. So everyone, uh, direct your, your gifts to uh Mr. Lee Ingleby, care of London. Um It'll get, It'll, It'll get to me. It'll get to me. He's big in these parts. Everyone knows yeah. him.
1: Everyone knows him. PS Five, I'll do. I I'll Yeah.
0: But he's been barred from <laughs> most places. They know where to find him. Lovely. Well, in that case, I think what we'll do is we'll extinguish the lovely crackling fire that we've got going on here. Um, we'll lock up the grotto for another year, and uh, we'll see you all in 2024 for another year of Ladies in London, which, if our, my calculations are correct, means. We should be hitting our 100th episode pretty much on Christmas next year. What? 100th? 200th? 200th, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said, isn't it? That's what I said, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I said. So we might have to have a bit of a a a party or something. That would be nice, Mm. right? Yeah. Um, Cool. All right. Well, listen, everyone, have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you all for coming along. And don't forget to take all of these facts, uh, claim them as your own, and not give us credit over the Christmas table. Um, so, be like, well, did you know about
2: crackers?
1: <laughs> uh, what we but like be to.
2: aware, you may get hit round yeah. the head by someone with a cracker.
1: Yes. You, that's the power. You want to be saying, do you know what works really well? Blue cheese. <laughs> 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 that's what people have got from this podcast. <laughs> put,
2: put your blue cheese on a cracker, and away you yeah.
1: go. Make sure it's melted.
2: I heard it from a cl- yep. Lancastrian, it's got
0: to be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, my loves, happy Christmas. I'll see you next bye year bye bye, bye. bye. bye.